Hi, and welcome back to an all-new episode of Real Talk with Pastor Brad and Christy. Today, we are talking about rest. You know, the stuff we all love but don't get enough of? Well, here are your hosts, Christy and Brad. Hello. Good morning. Is it morning or is it night? Could be any time. Depends on when you're listening to this. So good True. evening. I can't actually. Good day. <laughs> good, good morrow. <laughs> good day. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, it's great to be back with you today. We had a skip week last week. Because we, we skip. We do skip. Because we needed some rest. <laughs> we did need we rest. We could not pull it off last week. And we luckily we did have l- rest last week because this week came in full force and ready to go. I'm Man, just if saying. You, um, if you, if you, we, we are in the real talk in the real world and you never know what it's going to throw you. And this week has thrown us about, thrown us over. I thrown can't us, count that high. Thrown things in our face, thrown things at us. All I'm saying is. When we're recording this, this is a Wednesday morning. This is a lot of being thrown around for a Wednesday. <laughs> oh, you so, Monday had us yeah, tossed. So we uh, just a cool part. Like we decided to move our um, our recordings to Wednesday in case things came up, and so we've done that, and it's worked well. But last week, we something came up Wednesday. Oh, something mm-hmm. come up Thursday. Mm-hmm. Something come up Friday. Uh, we'll see y'all next week. Just right? try again. We'll yeah, it was, it was just crazy last week. And this week came in again, full <laughs> force. But I'm of the, and Brad has talked about this before, I'm of the opinion that get it all out in the beginning and the end of the week is going to be great. And I have travel plans for the end of the week, so I'm ready for the greatness. So I'm glad we got it all out on Monday. Very true. And I was continued in Tuesday. If it was, has to overflow, let it go ahead and overflow on to Tuesday. Get it done now. But I was That's telling right. Ashley... You know, Ashley is a friend of the podcast. And um, I said, you know, I'm convinced that things keep popping up around everybody at this church because we are fasting so much this year. Yes. Mm. Well, that's a good word. I'm like, we are doing maybe January was always hard because we were fasting. But man, these trials this year are just long and hard. But we are fasting long and hard. We are. So if you're not familiar with what they're talking about, we would fast 21 days as a church family every January. But this year... We have made a commitment to fast 40 days throughout the year, three days every month. Mm-hmm. And so next week will be our fasting challenge. We're spreading the And um, then we have a celebration <laughs> night on Wednesday. And so, uh, yeah, Bree, we're staying in the midst of spiritual warfare. We are staying in the midst of it. So I noticed something yesterday when I walked out of my house to come to work. And um, it made me think we've been doing this for a year. Because the pecan trees were budding. <laughs> that is what we said. Blessed <laughs> spring. Spring, spring yes. Spring has sprung you, when Lord. the pecan trees bud. If you're a friend of the podcast, you remember this. If you have been there from the beginning, we have made a year because we talked about the pecan trees. And over the crepe and myrtles. Again. They've been murdered. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's been done. They're doing well. And um, they're on the comeback phase. And uh, so anyway, we, we've officially made a year in my mind when the pecan trees bud again. So we made a year of seasons. The, that will be our anniversary marker every year when the pecan <laughs> trees bud. We will celebrate another year there of we Real go. Talk. Love it. Things are great at the farm though. Man, we uh we uh are doing several things. Um farming here, things. Christy, I have a garden. Christy has a garden. Three things more are, than potatoes. With more than one thing we have multiple things planted in our garden. We do. Thank you, Mr. Tomatoes. Sonny. Tomatoes, eggplants, cucumbers, strawberries, potatoes. 
Eggplants? Mm-hmm. Eggplants, yes. So they are a thing. Bradley thinks they're all ruined because they're black. He's he's he he's not okay with eating something that starts out black. Well, don't they turn white at one point too? Like the eggplant part? But the inside part? an eggplant is white. Like when you when you cut the it open, the purple. outside is purple black. Yeah, I know, Bradley but calls it black. So. I thought when they first started budding, they come out as black, and that's why you get the name egg. Because we like will brown. find out. Okay, well, keep I me posted. Know. I'm very interested in finding I have out gotten, how they look. I haven't gotten them out of the garden, but I have not studied them at multiple points. Can you do that for me? Can you just take pictures like every I can two that. weeks and just I can, see? I can update you. Really yes. Thanks. Um, now it's a curi- curiosity and of my own. So, yes, have, I will keep um, you updated on that. We we have, if you've ever watched the movie Faith Like Potatoes, you knew it was crazy because God told this missionary to grow these potatoes in a place where he never grew them or wasn't accustomed to growing them and God moved miraculously. And so we have this thing in our place called faith like alfalfa <laughs> because uh, last November we planted alfalfa and there's hardly none in our region. Probably there's a reason for that and we'll learn soon enough, but nevertheless we have come full circle and we are counting the days till we look at that being a win. So eggplants and alfalfa. That's what we're looking that's at. It. An unwatched and herd of rabbits could really do you in. Mm-hmm. An unwatched <laughs> herd of rabbits. That's that's so many. Okay. Okay, but you're like they exist. We have rabbits on our property that just they are everywhere, and they're not hares. Like they're actual rabbits. rabbits. Like people let their pets go. Mm. So be oh, careful. Okay. They exist out in the wild in, Alex- in Alexandria. <laughs> they exist out in the wild so we in would, the city. We uh, we have um, a Over lot going the head. on. We have a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have a lot going on in our life, and we're excited about it. Um, man, we are on the countdown. We're in the last quarter or nine weeks of school, and uh, we're marching towards the summer. Everyone is making plans. We're excited, delighted about that. And so, um, with that being said. With that being said, what we are talking about today is so important. Yes, indeed. <laughs> it is so crazy important. And we're going to talk about rest. Do we get enough rest? Mm, that's a recurring topic on this podcast. Bree actually said last week, um, I mean, not even last week, in the introduction, the thing we don't get enough of. Mm-hmm. We talked um, about this last week? Well, not last week, but we do. I mean, it was an intro because oh, okay, this right. month, but also we talk about this resting. Month. No, in general, because y'all are all about, you know, getting away, come apart before you come, come apart. apart. Yes. You know. It, that's true. But today we're going to talk about it a little differently because we're going to talk about what it means. Because um, everybody says God gave us a day of rest, and he did. But exactly what does that mean and what does it say? And that's what we're going to talk about. Well, it's interesting, too, because um, when you think about how God gave us this day of rest, um, our theme for the relationship challenge this month is investing in you. And one of the greatest ways that you could invest in yourself is to make sure that you're well rested. Um, I was talking to someone this week um, um, who leads a ministry um, helping people come overcome barriers and hardships and addictions and things. And he told me one of the main things a lot of times for people who are trying to overcome an addictive past is to, to make sure they know how to rest well. And I've never thought about this because he said like, a lot of times people and, and Christy has, we have a mutual person that I met through us getting married. And this lady was like this. Um, they submerged themselves into work. They just worked themselves like crazy to fill that void of that addictive downtime, down, yeah. not having the downtime. The addictive time. And it was really, uh, this really, uh, 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 um, 
In fact, I went and talked to some people about it afterwards and said you have to they have to learn how to rest. Because when you rest, you learn how to be okay with you. Mm. Yes. And I think a lot of people does not know how to be okay with themselves. I agree. Um, and the quietness really drives them crazy because they, it's just themselves. I, I totally agree. And, and there's so many things that, you know, you're your hardest critic. So you sit and you think about what are all the things that are uh, maybe wrong with my life or what, what you know, you you can easily criticize yourself into depression or into bad thought, you know, just Mm -hmm. not happy, just taking your time to rest or whatever. And then, and then our human personality is you flip that and you say, or this person's so, um, so obsessive about themselves. They think they're so perfect that they spend their whole rest time thinking about them. And that's kind of where I want to go today. Um, I brought this topic up to Brad. We started talking about this, this topic together, but if you read in Exodus where it says, um, remember the Sabbath day, it doesn't say to talk about yourself. It says, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy and to basically what, what does it mean to keep it holy? It means to focus on God and to think about God on that Sabbath day. What are the things that God has placed in your life? And, and part of this is, you know, the great things God, you know, has, has given you life and he has put you here for a purpose. And as long as you have a pulse, you have a purpose. Brad says, um, brother Bob Galloway used to say that all the time, but God's given you a purpose. And sometimes you spend that Sabbath rest day thinking, this is what I need to change. This is how I need to make that purpose better. This is how I need to work towards fulfilling that purpose. And then sometimes you spend that Sabbath day just saying, thank you, God, that I'm still here because it's been that rough of a week. You know, and but the point is, you remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy, not to just, you know, make it strictly about a me time. And we've talked about in the the whole point of this month is to give you me time. But I think in doing that, you have to think about God, what is the overall me? Not just the I'm going to veg out and not think of anything, but you've got to learn and figure out how do you handle your own thoughts? about yourself and the world around you. you can't be good to others if you're not good to yourself. And, you know, I was thinking about this as we began to have a conversation around it, Christy and I. Um, you know, God gave us this day of rest, um, and she just read you the scripture where it comes into play. And this day was honored and celebrated for most of human time, <laughs> you know, forever. Yeah, this goes back to the Bible um, that it tells well, us to do that. Even even unbelievers had a day of rest. Mm-hmm. Even people of a faith that was 180 degrees from um, uh, Christianity uh, took a day of rest. And it really wasn't until the 1900s that people no longer started taking that day of rest. I remember, I remember um, growing up on a family farm, like I can count on my hands the time, probably one hand, the times that um, my dad and grandfather worked on Sunday. And, uh, well, my dad still hates it. And um, it's like um, every time they did, something went wrong, you know. But they always rested well. My, my family my family rested well. Um, I think we can go back and learn a lot from that. And we, we say, well, we're just so busy. Well, are we really busier or do we make ourselves busier? You know what I'm saying? Like, and um, 
I was thinking about this, and you know, one of the great, um, um, greatest companies in the United States is Chick Fil A. You know, and uh, how many of us have literally pulled up Chick Fil A on Sunday, and you're like, "Oh, it's closed," or you're after church saying, "Where you want to eat?" And your kids you're say, like, Let's you go never, to- you never want Chick Fil A more than you do on a Sunday." I know. Bradley always you says, always want what you can't have. You always want what you can't have. <laughs> And Bradley does say that a lot. Like, you know, just, hey, what are we doing this afternoon for lunch? And it's always, let's go to Chick-fil-A. And I'm like, you never say that during the week. But it always seems like on Sunday he's like, I choose Chick-fil-A. And we're like, you can't. What I I think I really love about Chick-fil-A and their, um, like, just their policy and, you know, why they do what they do is that even though they are closed on a Sunday and, like, it's a non-negotiable for them, they are still able to compete with companies who are open 24 7 year round they're able not to compete or they take 52 days off a year right and they're still leading their Mm -hmm. industry that's what i said they're leading they're They're not not just competing competing. they're winning i actually researched this it costs chick-fil-a 50 million dollars a year to be closed on sunday Mm. and um we have some friends who manage manage it yeah 52 million a year and like when not not compared, the, not not compared to right. Uh, thank you for that clarification. <laughs> like not necessarily Chick Fil A versus McDonald's because McDonald's is such a massive uh, conglomerate. conglomerate. Yeah. Um, but if you look at them like franchise to franchise in the cities, they they give their competition uh, extra days head start, and they still beat them over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you're I, right we, that that is a non-negotiable. In yeah, fact, that is one of the ways that, that there's that, only, I think he said he's, three. He's, I think there was two. He said, uh, um, but no, there was, there was three ways. He said there's three ways a Chick-fil-A um, manager, they call them. Owner. Uh, owner can lose their franchise, sleep with the help, work on Sunday, and and beat the cafes, like steal money from them, you know. Right. And uh, But, like, it's funny that. You know, and um, but that is literally, Bree said it's non-negotiable. It like, that is one of like, the non-negotiables. It like right. um, confuses humans why they would <clears throat> have a box in the Falcon Stadium, the Falcon Stadium, where you know in Georgia, yeah, at Georgia Dome, and and be closed on the, the day, day that on the day that they play football. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're like, well, it's. It's our it's our value, you know. They tried to make them open for the Super Bowl. Nope. Uh, they've it, but what's interesting about this that most people don't know, and there's been, and it's not just is, the Falcon Stadium. They've been so many places that they were like, if you don't open on Sunday, you can't go here. And, and it's like, been right, we okay. It. We're not. We won't be here. That's your loss, not ours. Right. We will not build here, or we will not, you know, place <clears> our name here. But what's interesting is, you know, of course, Truett Caffey was a very religious man, like a Christian man, not religious. Um, and it's the guiding principles for what he does. But um, what most people don't know is that when him and his brother opened the Darf Grill, they were open on Sundays, and it, like, just wore them down. Like, they were – they just couldn't do it. It was the two of them, and they made a decision then. They said, "This God put this for us. Mm-hmm. This is going to be our day of rest. And it has just stuck. It's been like that ever since. Um, I can remember, you know, I'm old enough to, to remember when other things were not open on Sunday, um, but God has blessed. God always blesses His word, and um, you know, some friends of ours just went to uh, uh, they own a restaurant and they went to Mexico and uh, Mexico City and went to a bunch of restaurants. And they were telling us that in Mexico, 
city in Mexico, it's still like that. Like it, after church on Sunday, everything's shut down, you know. Yeah. And um, it's just it's just not that way. We always have to have more and, and want more. And so, therefore, as a result of it, we pay the price, and our families pay the price a lot of times. And, and um, But it's become so mainstream now that just like we're talking about Chick-fil-A, this whole thing about Chick-fil-A is that they're different than the competition. And that Sunday is what sets them apart and different. Sadly, the it's not... And yes, their food is good, and we all love Chick Fil A. Or I am speaking for myself; we all love Chick Fil A chicken. But it's not—you're not speaking right. Our discussion today is not they're set apart because of their food, but they're set apart because of their their closing day. You know well, what I mean? They said it's they worth- don't overdo; they just don't do, and that's why we're talking about them. And so, because the the norm now is overdue. Well, and it's it's their. It's their value and their principle, um, biblical principle that they're living out. But they realize that that principle gives more than $50 million a year value back into their people. And I think what they do really well, like you're saying, it's a principle, is they protect their Sabbath. Like they... They guard it well. That's a good word. How and do you guard it and protect it? Because I think that's the problem with what we have. Like, we are, I'm saying me, I, I am good at having, like, a set standard. Justification. Mm-hmm. A set standard of what I will and won't, you know, allow. But then the first time something just sounds good, like, oh, I don't mind giving my rest for that. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. I'm just like, oh, well, then I'll make up for it next year. But honestly, I'm, I'm not only cheating myself, I'm cheating mm-hmm. my time out with God. That's so, exactly. So I do not rest well. No, um, he does not. I feel guilty when I'm resting. I, on the other so hand, am a professional rester. You yeah. know what I'm going to say about that? It's the hustle culture. Uh, yeah, you're <laughs> right about that. And, and that's so, the whole point, that, that, that the world has become a hustle culture. Mm-hmm. And it makes you feel guilty for not doing anything. Yes. And Brad's going to say, it, I don't feel guilty. I'm just bored. But does that go back to not being okay with yourself? If you're bored mm-hmm. in your five minutes of, and it's more than five minutes, but in your time alone where you do take time to just think about your life and think about your week. And well, think about and when your, I do rest well, I, I'm fine in the resting. Like once you get started with it, you know, I mean, it's pretty cool just chilling. But then all of a sudden when you're done with it and the day's over, you're like, man, I could have done dot, 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 you know, and then you're like, and so, you know what Brad does not work well with, and this is the truth, and I, he may not want me saying this on that. Call but, him out anyway. But we do have four children Ship that sale. the we can we have four children we that will back me up on this. Brad does not work well when his rest is interrupted. What do you mean? I mean, like if he lays down and veges out, don't come talk to him about anything don't have a serious moment with him don't wake him up don't get him up don't interrupt his movie that he's vegging out for (laughs) he does not like and he's like okay i have allotted this slot and don't anybody mess it up you know the whole dad's asleep do not go bother him with this he'll (laughs) say no is that yes, what that right. is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is very true. You and, know, but you can do that to mom. Sadly, you can you do that to mom. to mom. You do it to mom all the time. <laughs> but sadly, where he likes to veg out and rest is literally the center of our home. Ah. Uh, Not a, the a best place to veg out. You know, y'all have hammocks. You should go hang in a tree somewhere. <laughs> you know, like, go lay outside. The dogs might bother you, though. Well, those kids are going to be wherever you are. 
very true. That is very true. They just but then they grow up and they're never where you are. So you have to appreciate what you have when you have it. Yeah. They like you right now. Amen. They do. So what does this have to do with so you? We're preaching to Brad. <laughs> what does that have to do with you? Are you Christy? listening to the preacher? Well, and and personally, like something I think it's all like Because you a gotta know when to quit resting. What <laughs> Watch yourself. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. I never get anything done because I rest too much. Is that what you're saying, Brad? Just rolling my neck. <laughs> exercising my muscles. <laughs> it's okay. I would rather be over-rested. But I will say that I think, well, every, rested. I think every person has, um, I mean, there's steps to it that you have to. Some people are like, I don't have time to rest at all. Some people are like, <laughs> I rest, but I rest for the wrong reasons. I rest. And, you know, I always said, um, we've laughed about um, why can't you preach? He preaches these hard sermons. And then I'm like, why can't you just read? You just preach about, you know, the quiet by the river, Psalms, the 23rd Psalms. And, um, again, Brother Bob Galloway pointed out to me one time that God makes you lie down in green pastures. It's not that you just go and lie down. So mm-hmm. a lot of times we don't take that rest until a doctor makes us mm-hmm. or our body physically makes us. Right now, Ella is dealing with some issues with her ankle. And I just told Bree it's not getting better because she won't rest. She won't mm-hmm. sit down and prop her foot up and let it rest. And then She's, tells me she gets that from her father. So there's she ways constantly that you have goes, to rest, yeah. that, but we, there's the carpent. Car- Pen, oh my goodness, I, can't, no, I can't even talk here. Oh, I don't even know. You what compartmentalize. You know, there's the compartments of your rest. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's one thing to rest physically, like take a nap and you wake up and you're refreshed. Or, you know, how do you refresh mentally? You know, how do you come apart? You know, um, my, um, the, uh, <laughs> I, I remember when I was a kid growing up, uh, my grandfather, like when he, when he, season would allow it like they'd eat lunch take a nap eat lunch take a nap every day and then my dad would want me to come lay down with him and i'd lay down with him till he went to sleep and then i'd sneak off but <laughs> you know it's like you you take that nap but then you refresh some people are refreshed for the rest of the day others mm-hmm. are power nappers like christy cannot nap unless she has three hours to nap <laughs> and that's not a nap that's, that's a slumber thing. christy and um no okay so, that's a sunday i do not i do it once a week and so, um, it's biblical you're, you're should inter- i go back to where i was you're interrupting me and so in the slumber some people but but how do you rest like because you can rest mentally you know and how do you how do you have that you know how do you have that mental reset where it's not napping and you're just kind of that's going back to investing in you you know because you got to be healthy physically spiritually and psychologically and it goes back to like i was saying earlier we have we have translated this verse in the Bible to say, remember the Sabbath day and make sure you rest. That's not what the Bible says. It doesn't say and make sure you take a nap or make sure you slumber. It doesn't say that at all. It I'm says, just glad you call it slumber. It says, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Are you focusing on the things that are, that's what I said earlier, are you focusing on the things that are, holy that are making you a better person you, drawing you closer to god or are you just saying okay god told me i had to take a nap i'm taking a nap for i got my three hours allotted so i can jump back into the you know the the rat race or whatever and it's really your attitude again to if you do it with the right attitude and the right purpose now 
then the doctor doesn't have to tell you to do it or your body is not going to shut down or, you know, and you have to learn that. And that's what I was saying. Some people, you literally have to start scheduling. Mm -hmm. I have to schedule those three hours. But then in those three hours, if you do it right, you're not going to have to keep scheduling it. You're going to start looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. You're going to start saying, I know how much this is worth to me. So I'm going to shut it down. But the problem is, like Bree said, the first thing that comes up, you're like, oh, well, I'll put it off. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard. It's just like exercise. You know, you do it great from January 1st through January 2nd. Second, maybe. (laughs) But then after that, it's so easy to not do it that you get out of the habit. And then you're 50 pounds overweight from, you know, from January or whatever, 100 pounds overweight. Um, But then you don't, it's so hard to get back in it with that extra stuff pulling at you. Mm. That once that one little thing then you, the, you know, it well, just weights you down. It becomes heavier and heavier. Well, so the, Bible, the Bible says, you know, you know, because they asked Jesus, um, his disciples were doing something on the Sabbath, and the Pharisees said, I can't believe your disciples are doing that, and they're not keeping the Sabbath. Because, you know, you can become legalistic in it, like they only had to walk so many, they could only take so many steps in a day under the Jewish law. And, um, and Jesus said, well, when your ox is in the ditch, don't you go pull it out. And so if it's in the ditch on the Sabbath, go pull it out. The problem is everything becomes an ox in the ditch, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what Bree's saying. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're not talking about legalism. We're not talking about like, you know, cause so many people work in an industry where, where they, um, where they, um, have to work, work on, on Sunday. Sunday, which Sunday, it wasn't the Sabbath anyway, originally. And so it was the Saturday you know, and so when we, when we think much. about this, it's um, whether you have to work on Sundays or whatever your schedule is, just find a way to reset, find a way to rest, find a way to invest in yourself, you know, find a way to invest in yourself personally, because if you are good personally, you will be so much better for other people. What are some ways that we can do that, Christy? Yes. That we can invest in Tell ourselves. Me. Well, I take a slumber. We talked about this already. A three-hour nap is not my jam. But I do like to lay there. And, well, yeah. and not work and not, mm-hmm. not do anything productive. Not do anything productive, per se. I mean, I read. That's pretty productive. And that, and like that's your that's your thing. Plan out a week. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I don't rest well yet either. And sometimes it's just you know spend an hour talking to your husband, spend an hour talking to your kids, spend time just you know just not not on social media, not on work, not on you know. Yeah. It could be watching a movie. Brad and I watched a movie together this week, and it was a good movie, and it wasn't one that you had to like, you know. Um, you didn't take deep, maybe meaningful. You did take some of it was pretty deep, but then you didn't, you know, have to concentrate on it to where you couldn't get up and go get a glass of water or something. Mm-hmm. And, and it wasn't a life altering. Oh my gosh, I missed this scene type deal, but it was an enjoyable time together where you right. just sat and we didn't hold on to our phones and we didn't hold on to our, so not grocery know, shopping, not. <laughs> so you're saying, so as, as you are finding your place to take your rest, invest in you, you know, in the relationship challenge, what are some things that you can do with that? Last week, we asked you to take a picture of your favorite place in Sin or wherever you call home, the place that you want to invite other people in your 
friend circle, family circle, work circle, whatever, into this week, uh, this month in our relationship challenge. Take a picture of your favorite place that fills you, like, like feeds you back. Like it's your come apart part, you know. Is it and so outdoors, is yeah. it at the nail salon? Is, yeah. is it getting a pedicure? Is it um playing golf? Is it, you know, on your tractor? Where's where's the place that that resets you, you know, it <laughs> excuse me, fills you back up. And uh because someone yesterday this told is me very that important that you will fill yourself back up. So someone yesterday told me that um how I said I said something about where they work or whatever and they said you know that is my um it's not what i don't call it work that is my revitalized spot and i said really and they said yes so even if i'm working and this person works in agriculture and they do farming and they have to get out you know run the tractors and all they said even at the end of the day i just stop and walk around outside Mm -hmm. it's at the same place it's at, you know, it's not like he goes out into this other field or whatever, but he said, wherever I am on the farm, I just stop and I just walk around for a few minutes. I'm out of the tractor. I'm, you know, not in my truck running to the next place. I'm lit. I just stop and walk around and appreciate. This is where, this is my revitalization. That's revitalization zone. There you go. That's There's a place for it. So, hey, take a me. picture of your revitalization zone, the place that revives you for the day and send that to us. Uh, man, you can use the hashtags relationship challenge, um, hashtag RC 2022, find us on Facebook or Instagram, send those to us of your favorite place and, uh, share that podcast. Uh, I mean, share that your picture to this episode and, uh, man, we can't wait to see, uh, the creative places that people come up with. I need Um, another place. So yeah. Let me consider Where do you hang your hammock, Brie? Um, I go out to one of, well, it's actually the camp that we take our kids to. I hang out there sometimes. But it doesn't have to be that camp. No, it doesn't have maybe, to be that camp. Maybe your revitalization place can be a new hammock hanging place. I, that is my goal. Recently, I've taken on the challenge of, um, I'm trying to be more adventurous in my life these days. And so, <laughs> uh, it's been, I've been touring the local libraries mm-hmm. and seeing, you know, which one is my favorite. Because there's a lot in Rapids Parish. And this is still new to me. So I like to find out where. And sometimes. Can I interrupt? Yes. Here's a great point. Please don't hate on other people's crazy ideas. Yeah. Because when she said I tore the local libraries, I caught myself rolling my eyes. Yes, but. Yes, but. I'm sorry, Bree. If you put Bree. You didn't see it because you were talking. But. If you put Bree in the cab of a tractor with all those knobs and buttons. I would look at you like you're crazy. No, I know that. What I'm saying is don't hate on people's places because it seems a little wonky. Yeah, well, look. (laughs) Wonky. I say this to kids all the time. If you have a problem with what someone else is doing and it's not actively bothering you or how you live your life. You need to take a, lo- a better look at yourself because you are a hater, <laughs> and we don't do haters. Now you know why she's our children's pastor. We don't so, hate. We don't do tattling, and we don't do hating. <laughs> that there you go. So good rules. Maybe to maybe my touring of the libraries in our local parish is not fun for everyone, but I am also living in my community. Which is That's all right. about investing. Look at you bringing bringing last week's challenge and I mean last well, month's challenge into this month's challenge. Go you! I'm trying to like actually be a part of my community, and that means right. doing local things. And yes. people are always saying, "Go support your local library." I'm loving this moment. So and she's doing it. I'm going to she's my local library. She is. I'm picking work, up physical work. books. She's walking it out. <laughs> I'm living it out, and you know what? It may not be for everyone, but I have it's fun. For you. 
I have fun. Good, Good for, for you. you. So, That's awesome. You know, again, and don't be a hater. Don't be a hater. Don't be a hater. Whatever it is, find it, and don't be a hater on naps either, Brad And here's Webb. the thing. If you catch yourself being a hater, this is a life lesson with Brie. If you catch yourself being a hater, reevaluate what the problem is in your life. Brad, <laughs> what's the problem in and your that life And that wasn't slumber? at you. I'm just saying, like, in general, if you were listening to this podcast. Oh, I'm podcast, pointing at him. I'm pointing at him, Brie. I'm pointing at him physically. You can't see me because it's, it's a podcast. There's a lot no, I, I meant this is for right all now. of our friends. But I'd rather be right than happy. I mean, happy than right. Well, that come out wrong. All right. We're wrapping up this Real Talk episode. I'm going down in flames. We'll try again. Next week, we'll try again. Too bad we don't have a burning ember. Take take a picture of... Take a picture of your library, Bree. Send it to us. Take a picture. Take a picture of where you go to revitalize. Christy slumbering and send it to us. Mm, Okay. Real talk. Send it and I'll post it. And I'm going to take a picture of Brad's uh, coffin. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's going to happen. Coffin. Yeah. If you take a picture. Revive me. Coffin. Coffin. As in Dracula. Coffin. (laughs) She said you're going to die, man. In other words, do not say, do not take the picture. I'm not ready, quite ready to enter into the permanent rest. No, you're not. So there will be no slumbering pictures of Christmas. So as we are out there fighting the good fight of oh faith, God. I always encourage you to stay humble and hustle hard. But this week, stay humble and find some rest. Come apart before you come apart. It is worth it in the end. We'll see you next week with pictures right here on Real Talk. Good luck, y'all.